Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, you snooze, you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime. Boom shakalaka. Chris Haynes and Mark Stein. This league uncut is underway and on fire. This should be a good one. Thank you, Tim Kitzrow, legendary voice of NBA Jam, who has graced our little pod, our new little pod with some... Amazing intros, some drops we'll be throwing in here. Mark Stein here with his pal Chris Haynes, Mr. Haynes. It was just a week ago that not only this show debuted, this league uncut, not only a week ago was the first episode. I'm pretty sure a week ago, you and I were at the end of that episode, we were talking and kind of we were trying to will it into existence. Are we gonna get a curveball? Are we gonna get a surprise? Are we gonna get something that we we haven't even talked about? but is going to make this trade deadline memorable. Yesterday, Sunday, what I thought was going to be the last stretch of, the last dose of calm before the madness, before locking myself in the trade deadline dungeon. Of course, the Dallas Mavericks, the team in my city, strikes a Sunday afternoon trade to acquire Kyrie Irving from the Brooklyn Nets. I guess we have our seismic surprise this league there you go i didn't this league i didn't i mean we talked uh, we talked the morning sunday morning stein yes and you know what the people need to know you uh-huh. told me I told- hey stein you said this could happen today and i'm like this young fella chris haynes what is he talking there's no way this trade's happening on a sunday i at least have till monday no i do not 
Chris Haynes yes. was correct, and I was not. And Sunday lunchtime, you were right. Boom. So I well, I got a call at five in the morning, my time. I'm here <laughs> on the West Coast. I got a call at five in the morning that Sean Marks, GM of the Nets, and Joe Side, the owner of the Nets, were going to huddle up at some point in the morning. Um, so I got the call around five, and they and I guess they were going to huddle up in the next two to three hours at that time, and they were going to go through all their all the offers that they had. And so at that point, that's when I knew, okay, this thing can go down today or at the latest tomorrow. Just the way that this individual explained the plan of attack for that day. And so I remember I talked to you. We talked. Yeah, we talked that morning. I think we talked a couple hours. It had to be in the morning time. Yeah, you warned me. I should have just locked myself in my house. But no, I tempted fate. I said, this is my last chance to escape before these next four days of nonstop, no sleep. So what were you doing, Stein? Do I have to reveal that? (laughs) I will. I will reveal it. Go ahead, reveal, Stein. It doesn't make me look very smart or good. (laughs) So you know know I'm a tennis addict. I mean, Uh addict. Tennis was my first sporting love. I wanted to be a pro tennis player. Never even got within a bazillion miles of being anywhere close, but... I I started playing very late. I didn't really start playing until I was 13, but by 14, I was an addict. And I realized it it really cemented my decision to be a sports writer because I thought I can make the tour as a writer. I can be. And in those days, you know, this is the days of John McEnroe and Jimmy Connors. Mm -hmm. And, you know, tennis was huge back then. I said, I can make it as a, I'm going to make it as a writer. I'm going to travel the circuit. So I, I mean, tennis. So we have a pro tennis tournament that started Sunday in Dallas, and it runs through the whole trade deadline week, and I don't get to go to any of it. Pro tennis in my city, uh, an ATP tour event. Last year was the first time since the late 80s. So I said, you know what? I'm going to sneak to tennis and just Uh just watch a smidge of tennis before. And I'm an idiot. I should have listened to Haynes. Haynes told me the trade was going to happen. Sunday Stein. and I didn't and I didn't believe you. You would have still went, but the the trade <laughs> happened. And but Stein, we gave we gave everybody a little bit of a teaser. Was it our first episode about how this could possibly go down? I think it was. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I yeah, no, you said. I think it was also the first episode. It was the first or the second, and you said we've got to keep our eye on this Kyrie Irving situation. Yeah, and this was obviously the the last step. requesting the trade and we're here now go ahead Stein go ahead and break down what the Dallas Mavericks got and then I can I can talk about um some of the offers that were out there well look I have to say I did look I knew the Mavericks would be interested uh you know they flirted with it in the summertime and the reason that the Mavericks came up immediately is because you know the Mavericks Trade assets get dissed all the time. But what the Mavericks do have, Nico Harrison, the former Nike executive, mm-hmm. worked very closely with both Kyrie and Chatelia Riley Irving, Kyrie's stepmother and agent. So he knows them very, very well. Jason Kidd was one of young Kyrie's favorite players because Kyrie, as he's told us many times, grew up a Nets fan. Uh, I, I just found out the other day that in 2018, when Kidd got inducted to the Hall of Fame, uh, when Kyrie found out, you know, he basically reached out to to their mutual friend, Robin Pound, the former trainer of the Suns, and 
And Kyrie said, I have to be in Springfield when you get inducted. So he and Kidd are close. So the Mavs do have that infrastructure in their favor. But I didn't think the Mavs would be able to put the best deal on the table. I reported, I want to say Friday or Saturday, that I the Nets were, were always going to go after Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith. When you look at the Mavs players, their three most coveted players around the league, not named Luka, would have been Dorian Finney-Smith number one. And then I think a toss-up between Dinwiddie and Josh Green because Josh Green is really improving, and I think I think teams like him. But the Nets know Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie has shot the ball in Dallas. He's In Dallas, he's become a 40% shooter from three-point range. He never shot the three like that in his other stops. So the Nets get back. Dinwiddie, a guy they know very well. Dorian Finney-Smith, a 3-and-D wing who Kevin Durant likes. They also get a future first. But I didn't think that – I knew that was the best the Mavs could do. I really thought this was going to be a Lakers three-way with San Antonio. The Nets get the picks. Jakob Pertl, the picks go to San Antonio. The Nets get other stuff. I I didn't think the Mavs would win this race, and it happened It happened fast. I you, thought, fill it, you fill in all the other blanks. Yeah, well, okay. I thought – you know, I, I think we talked about this before. I thought Phoenix had probably the best package. Um, so what I gathered from – you know, the offers that they received from the Lakers and from the Phoenix Suns, they felt like the Davis Mavericks, you know, they value, of course, they value picks, but they value more importantly to have good complimentary players to help KD because they still want to make a run. They still have championship aspirations. But with that being said, Stein, so I was able to gather the intel of what the Lakers offered and what the Dallas, um, excuse me, the Phoenix Suns offered. So the Lakers, they did indeed, uh, as you would know, they they did indeed include those two first round picks. Th- there was, I think there was like some pause on people that felt like um, Rob would only, Rob Palinka that is, would only offer, you know, p- include one, you know, one of those picks, but he did include both. So the Lakers went all in. They went all in to try to get Kyrie Irving. And it didn't work. The Phoenix Suns. Now, this is probably the probably probably the more juicy tidbit. I, I was told the Suns included Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, and some unspecified picks that they couldn't get a an agreement on. And ultimately they they turned that down. And I will say this, Stein, I'm very sensitive to you know what players go through during this time, this period trading trade deadline and hearing your name and, and all that stuff. And so, you know, in reporting what offers were, were turned down, I reached out to Chris Paul. And before I reported that, I reached out to Chris Paul. First, I wanted to get his, not that I needed to, but, you know, I have a pretty good relationship with him. And the trade is done, like the big trade is done. So you don't necessarily need to know who was um who was offered, but I knew it was going to get out if I did it. So I reached out to Chris Paul. I told him what I had, and he you know he thanked me for coming to him and, and being up front with him. And he said, "Chris, you got to do what you got to do. I respect the fact that you have handled it this way. Do what you got to do. Go ahead." And so that's what led me to reporting um, the extra details on what what was offered to the Brooklyn Nets.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And see, when you reported that Sunday night, see, that, see, because the way it had been billed to me is Brooklyn picked the Mavericks offer because the Mavericks offered the two best win-now players in the deal. Perspective, I think you're right. They were willing to trade both picks. From what I've heard, though, the Nets asked so much more from the Lakers than they did the other teams. Multiple pick swaps on top of that. They wanted Austin Reeves. They wanted Max Christie. I was also told tonight they just got Rui Hachimura last night. Sorry, I was just told Sunday night. They just got Rui Hachimura, so you can't you can't aggregate Rui Hachimura with other players. But the Nets would have wanted Rui if <laughs> if he could have been aggregating the deal. So, as one source put it to me, 
one of the presumed objectives for Joe Sy, the Nets owner in this trade, was don't send Kyrie where he wants to go. Don't send him to L.A. And when you when you start hearing all the stuff that they were asking from for the from, that they were asking for from the Lakers, it does certainly support the notion that uh, they did not want this deal to end up with Kyrie going to the Lakers. But what you the, the stuff you reported about the Suns is fascinating because is Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and a first, a better win-now package than Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, and Draft Capital? I mean, that is, that's a really strong offer from Phoenix. So it's interest, very interesting to me that the Nets chose the Dallas offer over the Phoenix offer. I have to believe that they did. Now, this is, this is, this is, this is tea leaves reading on my part. I'm not reporting this because I do not know how the Nets arrived at that ultimate decision, but I have to think they thought Kevin Durant would like the Dinwiddie Finney Smith combo better than the Chris Paul Jay Crowder combo. But again, that that's, doesn't that surprise you a little bit? Uh, it, de- it definitely does surprise me, but I mean, I think that's a safe assumption. If you're going to make that move, you, you have to run that by KD to get his stamp of approval, I think you would have to, especially at this stage right now where KD has been left bare with no other all-stars, I should say, on, on the roster. So, yeah, I was surprised because going in, I thought Phoenix – so it was it was funny. So this morning, waking up, receiving a 5 a.m. phone call, kind of giving me a heads up on what's going on, I was under the impression that Phoenix, like, this was Phoenix's to lose. And then a few hours later, talking with a few people, I was told Dallas is in the driver's seat. And, and I was like, wow, like that just shocked me. I'm like, what, what is Cuban? What is Nico doing? Like, what, how can they get, like, how can they be in the driver's seat? What is Phoenix doing? Cause at, at the time I was thinking, man, Phoenix must be, they must be playing. Like, what's going on? They're not including everybody. They're not doing, you know, cause I was, I was here in Phoenix, 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 and I, I didn't know what changed. And so, I, you know, again, from what I understand, the Nets felt like these two pieces were better suited to keep the Nets afloat to for championship pursuit. So yeah, I think that's still going to be an ongoing debate if 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 they're better with Dinwiddie and Finney over Chris Paul and Jay Crowder. So that's well that's here. One thing I, now, one thing I can add to this that I've since learned. So, you know, I, I wrote all I wrote like two thousand words on my Substack about this trade, but I didn't know this when I wrote that Sunday night. I have since been told that don't the Nets have not ruled out sending Dinwiddie somewhere else mm. in a in a subsequent trade or look these teams the Mavericks and the Nets haven't announced their trade yet they haven't formally done it so that tr- the trade can still expand if they find something else that they they want to do so that might be the element where the Nets thought if we get Spencer Dinwiddie, who's making in the $18 million range and having, you know, again, since he became a Maverick, Dinwiddie's played the best ball of his life. Maybe the Nets think it's easier to move Dinwiddie for something else to fill another need than, move, you know, obviously Chris Paul would have been harder to move on. But yeah. I mean, that like I they're going to when there's finally press conferences here, that's certainly going to be after what you reported. I can't wait to hear what Sean Marks has to say. You were offered Chris Paul and you didn't take it. Yeah, and obviously, you know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't respond to that publicly. He, I think no. Think, I mean, he might have to. Huh. He's got to say. I mean, they're going to ask him. He's got to say something. I mean, may, I guess he could go no comment. But yeah, 
Yeah, I doubt. I, I would. I'd be very surprised if he commented on any other teams. Um, other offers. Yeah, I mean, you're right. He'll just say these. You know, we went with the guys we like best, or whatever. But I, I mean, that's yeah. that's. But but look at look at what happened. You know, Kyrie requests a trade, and then just the, this the last couple of days, and then, you know, I was told that the Nets were going to sit them out until they found a deal. So we knew like this was over. And I mean, they were applying applying pressure. Kyrie and, and his camp. You know, word got out, and you know, I was told the same thing that if they didn't trade them past the deadline they were seriously considering sitting out the rest of the season so they were really trying to apply as much pressure as possible to get out and i was told from Kyrie's camp as well that he's ecstatic about this move he's looking very looking forward to partner up with luka Doncic. now that's what we have to look at you know you're going to have a front row seat to that style. so i'm jealous i'm always jealous man you got the best seats probably some of the best seats that we have in all the other 29 NBA arenas, man. That, that is a great seat to watch some great basketball. Knock on hardwood. Somehow we have retained. To, just to show you how, how spoiled I used to be. Uh-huh. In the old, old days when we sat like on the table, on the court. You know, when we first got mm. those seats, when, when you know, the Mavs arena opened, it, was it 02, 02, somewhere in there. At first, those seats were a little farther away than we were used to. In Reunion Arena, I sat on the on the table. I was oh. on the floor. I could reach out and touch the game. So going from Reunion Arena to the AAC, I was like, "Man, this is you know, I'm a little, I'm a little spoiled. This isn't close enough." But compared to where we are now in 2023, you're right. The Mavs seat is about as good as it gets. Knock on hardwood, we're still pretty close. And you're right. I mean, look, I, I have a lot of skepticism. About this I trade. know you do. You wrote up. You wrote about it in your Substack. The Mavs. The Mavs made this look. They lost Jalen Brunson without compensation, and that was an absolute hammer blow. I think Brunson should have been an All Star in the East. I mean, there's no room for James Harden and Jimmy Butler, so I guess there's no room for for Jalen Brunson. But I mean, he he had a very strong case. The guy just gets better every single year. He was great. He knew how to play well with Luca, which made him even more valuable. Um, it's been a rough season without Brunson. So, the, look, the Mavs have paid a very hefty price here. After not re-signing Brunson and losing him without compensation, they have paid a very hefty price for Kyrie Irving, who is essentially, potentially, we'll say, to be more polite here, a rental. We'll see how the, the Mavericks have not promised, based on everything I'm told, the Mavericks have not promised Kyrie a new deal. They're going to see how it goes. Uh, there's a lot of skepticism about how two ball-dominant players, Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, can coexist. And so everybody wants to see it first before they commit. But if this doesn't work out and Kyrie becomes a free agent and leaves, the Mavs just lost Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and a future, an unprotected future first in 2029 for cap space. Yeah. The Mavericks' history with cap space is awful. <laughs> they have never hit the home run with cap space. All of the Mavs' big moves, their successful splashes were always trades, always. <laughs> so having a boatload of cap, if Kyrie leaves and having a boatload of cap space the Mavs can tell you better than anybody that that guarantees nothing. 
So there are a lot of question marks. I mean, again, Kid and Nico, infrastructure-wise, the Mavs are probably best positioned to take him in. I, I mean, the Lakers with, with LeBron are obviously, you know, mm-hmm. LeBron and Kyrie wanted to get back together. So obviously the Lakers, you would think LeBron could have managed that. But infrastructure-wise, with Kid and Nico, the Mavs should be as well-positioned to take Kyrie in in the middle of the season as any team. But what is that really – how much insulation and protection does that really give you after these last four years of roller coaster in Brooklyn? Yeah. I mean, and that's what I – man, look, I'm very much intrigued with how that partnership is going to work with two ball-dominant players. Um, I think for the most part, when you team up two talented players like that, they tend to figure it out. And so I – you know, Kyrie played with LeBron. You know, Bron is ball-dominant. He he was able to figure it out. And he, I, I think he, he wants this. He understands this is Lucas' team. I think he's going to come in. I, I think he's going to do well. I really do. I think he's going to do well. I mean, I don't know how well that's going to translate into team success or how deep they go, but I think he, I think he's going to do better than what people probably initially expect. Uh, the other element about this is, I'm hearing Dallas is not done, Stein. This this is this is your team. I'm, I'm hearing they're not done. I, you know, no, I agree. I mean, look, I reported Saturday that the Clippers have been eyeing Christian Wood. I think Christian Wood. And D'Angelo Russell, I mean, look, we, the Clippers are looking at a lot of guys and the Clippers made a, a run at Kyrie. Let's not forget that. So the Clippers, we know they want to improve. They want to bolster the front court and the back court. So you can pretty much expect that the Clippers are going to do something between now and Thursday. I, I, you know, again, they're, they're looking at Christian Wood. It would not surprise me if Wood ended up being traded to the Clippers because he's ext- extension eligible with the Mavs and they weren't making much progress on extension talks before this Kyrie trade. So um, that would not surprise me. Um, from what I'm told, the Clippers have been looking hard at D'Angelo Russell. I think they I think they have interest in Nas Reed as well, but all the signals from Minnesota have, have been that, that Nas Reed is not going to be moved. But yeah, I mean, the Mavs are not done. The Nets are not, the Nets aren't very much not done. As I said, you know, they could, they have not ruled out trading Dinwiddie for something else. And, you know, you said it. I mean, the, the two things we don't know is, you know, LeBron tweeted a cryptic tweet like he always does, but we can't <laughs> be sure what that actually. We do not know for <laughs> sure what Durant and LeBron are thinking here. Uh-huh. Yeah, And those those are two major, major dominoes. Is LeBron pissed or is he understanding that we just the Lakers could not come up with a package like the Nets just kept asking for so much, there was no way to do it. Do a deal? Will here, LeBron accept that? Go ahead. Here, here, here it is, Stein. I think when it comes to that tweet, Bron, look, that that tweet is very much tied to the Mavericks getting Kyrie, and the fact that you know, I you know, we reported that they did offer those two first round picks before. LeBron understands that they offered what they could. They offered what they could within reason. Well, that's good and, news for the Lakers if that's the case. Because yeah, yeah, I think that's what he means by what he say. Is it me? Maybe, maybe, maybe it's maybe me. It's me. Maybe it's me. And so I, I think, um, it's, you know, it's just I guess he feels unlucky. I, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I I think with um, Rob Palinka didn't hold back. He didn't hold back. You know, we just didn't know if he was going to um include those two first round picks. He did. Nets didn't go that route. And 
if you you know from your reporting, the Nets were not going to go that route out of spite. If they of, could, if they could avoid it, you know, yeah. if the Lakers had the best offer, I think they would have done it. But yeah, I mean, look, I, I mean, Kyrie Irving caused a lot of disruption in Brooklyn, and that's why there's skepticism. In Dallas, this has nothing to do with basketball. Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving is still an absolute wizard. The guy is flirting with 50, 40, 90. And for the last 30, 35 games, he's been fantastic. And this has been you know, the best run the Nets have really had with the two of them. And Durant's missed a bunch of it with an injury. Um, but Kyrie was a net for about 280 games. And he, he missed... Almost as many as he played. That's the issue. And so nobody knows, you know, what you're going to get exactly. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
But what we know what we're going to get, Stein, the uh, transition, what we know we're going to get, LeBron is going to break Kareem's record this week. 36 points short. He has He's playing um, against OKC Tuesday. He has the Bucks Thursday. I actually had that game, the Bucks Thursday, Lakers Bucks Thursday, thirty six points short. Stein, what is your? Yeah, gut so now I'm rooting. I'm rooting him for him now to score thirty four against the Thunder because I want you. <laughs> I want you to get that that post game interview when he breaks it. No, and honestly, in all seriousness, like I don't want to go on a full on rant here, but it, I, I'm actually. I mean, you know, I am a nostalgist. I'm a historian. I love anything that takes us back to the 80s. I remember being 15 years old when Kareem broke Wilt's record. I remember watching the game. I can remember Chick Hearn on the call. Swing left, shoot. I mean, I can see it. I can remember, you know, the game was played in Vegas instead of, you know, uh, against Utah over Mark Eaton, the skyhook. And this is such a huge, huge achievement for LeBron. I hate that it's happening now. I, I mean... I wish this was happening after the All-Star game, two weeks from now, because the way this is not 1984 anymore. The way yeah. that the the way that this league, <laughs> the way that this mm -hmm. league has evolved, trade season dominates everything. And I know like we're barely getting to this record at the end of this pod. We've we have not even talked about it yet on any of our shows. I've barely written a word about it. And it sucks because yeah. this is this is this is really just a crazy record. I mean, this is, it's been 40, almost it's been 39 years since, since, since this was, since, uh, since Kareem broke the record and we might never see it broken with what, I mean, what about the other, what do you think the other day when the Bronson, I'm playing a few more years yeah, so that he's going past crazy. 40. Yeah. He's going to, man, it's going to pile up. I, I think, I, I honestly think he's breaking it Tuesday. Okay. See, Let's do the I reverse do. jinx. Let's guarantee that he's breaking it against OKC. <laughs> I don't see anybody stopping that man from getting 36, 37, whatever he needs to break that record, man. Lou Dort he, can't Lou, Lou Dort can't hold him under 35? Uh, uh, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. But I will ask this. You know, I think time is running out shortly. But I do want to ask this. I think I asked you off the off – the, um, when we were just talking on the phone, Stein, is it better to break a record like that, to have your moment, is it better to have it in the fourth quarter when the game is in, in the balance? Or is it better to have the record early in the game? And I'm just assuming, you know, he'll, if he doesn't get the record Tuesday, he's going to come so close to where it's going to be. He'll need probably six or four or six points on Thursday. So what's better? What's better for the moment? I don't know. That's, I mean, that's a. I really haven't thought of it like that. Um, like I said, my own kind of my selfish, just my selfish rooting interest for you that that you get that post game uh, that you get to be the one to ask him about it uh, because it is. Look, and you you know everybody's turning this into. Does this make him the goat? And I just you know yeah. There's there's just there's always gonna be people no matter what LeBron does for the rest for of his sure. career. There's always gonna be a lot of people who say it's Jordan and there's nothing you can do to convince them. But LeBron to me is the longevity goat, and I think that's a big deal. I don't think we talked about that last week a little bit. I think oh. that's a huge deal. Like to Kareem played Pat to forty two, and LeBron sounds like he's gonna play 
to 40. We know he wants to play with Bronny. I mean, if he plays to 40, he's probably going to take the scoring. His total will end up in the 40 thousands. That's yeah, his con- I think his contract expires when he is 40, his current contract. I yeah, believe. so he has one more guaranteed year with the Lakers, and then he can become a free agent same June 24, same month that LeBron that Bronny becomes Bronny, hmm? draft eligible. Um, I mean, if he and that's like if he plays with his son, I mean, here he's already playing he's already playing the sons of guys he played against. To play with his son in the NBA would just be yeah, absolutely ridiculous. So, I mean, he is the longevity goat. Maybe that's not enough for him. I think it's a pretty <laughs> damn impressive honor. And I, you know, I like I said, I just trade season is all encompassing. And I look, I'm as guilty as anybody. I mean, I the month of January, I every story I wrote was about trades. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's just we're so we can't think about anything else. But and and that's the thing is like right now with the Lakers. Were they going to get Kyrie? And what happens now that they didn't get Kyrie? That's mm-hmm. that's the story with the Lakers, and it just kind of bums me out. Yeah. Well, Stein, we got to get out of here. We're bring, we're coming back at some point this week, man. We got to figure out when before the deadline. And talk about right. and talk about all the other trades. Yeah. Well, <laughs> free agency maybe. <laughs> and that'll do it for us. See you next time. This league uncut is an iHeartRadio production. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission. Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.